second hour of the restaurant show news talk 710 knus started at three we're going until five took calls in the last hour from byron kim carol bob bob is new to town he lives up in the uh, reunion area and i uh, wanted to know about mexican food so i've got a few places he wanted to know about specific dishes but uh probably not going to be able to help him there but uh We'll get him steered towards a couple of places that I think will do very, very well. Carol raved about the Thanksgiving Day buffet that they had at the View House restaurant. Of course, they have that every weekend. We're giving away a $50 gift certificate to the View House restaurant to some lucky caller. Bob uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Mexican restaurants, and I beg your pardon, Byron wanted to talk a little bit about Mexican restaurants in Parker. If you'd like to talk about anything and get in the random drawing for a View House gift certificate, give me a call, 303-696-1971. I told you I spent some time with Pete Coors. I've known Pete Coors for a long time. And, uh, I mean, everybody knows Pete Coors from the Pete Coors somewhere in the Rockies with the Rocky Mountain Spring Water commercials, but uh, we've ridden the Rockies, we've traveled together, we've gone to many Bronco games, Rockies games, had a lot of meals together. Uh, Anyway, in the new year, hopefully by this time next week, I am starting a podcast. In addition to the shows, which as soon as they are over, Go to a podcast. So let's just say you're tuning in right now. You say, well, I'd like to hear the 3 o'clock hour. You can go back and do that through my website at mikeboyle.com or through the station website. But I wanted to start a podcast for other stuff. In other words, I can't really keep Pete for an hour talking about Coors on a restaurant show but the history of the Coors Brewing Company, 1873. We weren't even a state until 1876, so it's three years older than the state, and we just had a ball. And we went to his great-great-grandfather stowing away on a ship to get here. We talked about how they got through Prohibition. We talked about how they introduced the aluminum can, went from 11 states to nationwide, It was just a great, great conversation, and that will be our first podcast, and hopefully there will be many, many more to come, all right? And that way we can cover a subject in just a little bit more depth, a little bit more in its entirety. One other thing that we are doing is we started a travel segment, and so in the next segment, we're going to talk about travel. I got an email from a guy that said, have you ever been, I'll read the email to you in the next segment. Basically, it said, have you ever thought about taking a group of listeners to Rhode Island? (laughs) No, it's never entered my mind whatsoever, but uh, I'll share the information with you uh, when we come back in the next segment. Then we're going to get back to the phones, 303-696-1971. All right, let's take a break and come back and talk about travel on the rest of Movies, books, and travel. You know what? I'm loving this travel segment that we're doing with Castle Rock Autoplex. Talk about... 
day trips unless they're to take a gas, maybe a little staycation in Colorado. But I got an email that's going to take us a little farther. Uh, Matt West, let's go ahead and fire up the car. Would you do that for me, please? Now it's time for a new feature on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, where we talk about restaurants, movies, books, sports, and travel. On the road again. That's right. We all like to travel, and road trips, local, regional, on less than a tank of gas, are the best. Brought to you by Castle Rock Autoplex, where whether new or used, you can have your choice of Chevys, Fords, Jeeps, and more. So let's hit the road with Mike. All right, so you obviously are having some fun with this as well because you are contributing. Well, you know, I take groups of listeners to Mexico. I've taken groups of listeners to Hawaii and Jamaica. We've gone to the Dominican Republic and we've gone on the River Rhine. Um, We're also going to maybe take a trip next November to uh, either Belize or Costa Rica. We're waiting for the new year to come so we can work out those prices. But I got an email from Richard and... uh, he wants me to put together a group. He wants to take a little bit of a longer road trip. Mike, I love your show. I know you like to travel. Blue Oyster Cult is playing their last concert listed on their site July 12th, 2024. I know you do not do Upper East Coast. However, I'm from Louisiana, but have been west since about 1987. Think any old BOC, that would be Blue Oyster Cult fans, would want to spend a few days in Rhode Island? Probably good seafood. Be nice to get a package together or maybe just some tips for me to do it alone. Thanks, Richard. All right. So then I got another email from him. He says, by the way, I work weird hours in surgery. Uh, I hear part of you driving in. If you have any tips about Blue Oyster Cult, please give me a call. It gives me the number. And so, you know what? I wasn't really sure. I know that this is their 50-year tour, but I couldn't quite remember what some of their music was. So let's do this. Let's fire up just a little bit of one of their more popular songs called Burning For You. I think you'll recognize it. Don't you burn in for you? So I wrote him back. Richard, okay, I've done a little research. Valley's Casino in Lincoln, Rhode Island, where they are appearing, has a restaurant that's well-known in the area called Fred and Steve's Steakhouse. And I looked it up. Boy, that looks good, good, good. Highly recommended by the Chamber of Commerce. 
Other restaurants worth checking out include Andrew's Bisto, Pizzeria Romana, and Tovalo Wine Bar. Since I usually go to the Major League All-Star Game in July, this year the 20th in Arlington, I probably won't make the Blue Oyster Cult concert, but we'll be featuring your request on the air this weekend. Not really familiar with their music, but I do love Vernon for you. I would love to get a full report upon your return if you decide to go. So if that doesn't show you that we are a full-service restaurant show here, and I've taken calls, I've taken emails, text messages from many, many people asking me for suggestions on restaurants, things to do. I've traveled all over the country after taking calls, texts, emails from you with recommendations. So uh, once again, I thought it was kind of fun. This is the 50-year tour of the Blue Oyster Cult. So some of you probably remember dancing to it in high school or maybe college or uh, maybe uh, who you happen to be dating when some of their songs were playing. But uh, anyway, that's going to be our travel segment for today. I want to thank the folks at Castle Rock Autoplex in Castle Rock. Obviously, don't you like their TV ads? Their TV ads are really nice. They're they're very they got nice looking happy people in there. They're very upbeat. They're really nice down there. They do a wonderful, wonderful job. So may I recommend that no matter where you're listening to me, up and down the freeway, you head north out of Colorado Springs, you head south out of Denver, but uh, stop by the Castle Rock Autoplex right there in the frontage road. There might be a good opportunity for you to maybe check out um, some of the Castle Rock restaurants. Maybe you go to Grinelli's and have a pizza. Maybe you go to the office and have a burger. Maybe you might want to go to the brand new Courtyard Social and have that Reuben sandwich on a nine signs everything bagel. So this will be the last weekend of our Christmas carols. Got a show up until 5 o'clock today when we turn it over to Randy Corcoran. And then tomorrow I'll be back with another show from 10 o'clock until noon. Today I'm taking calls. Took calls from Byron, Tim, Carol, Bob, giving away a $50 gift card to the View House Restaurant. So if you'd like to give me a call, go on the air, 303-696-1971. Bob just moved up to the Reunion area, up around Brighton up there, and uh, was wondering about Mexican food. And uh, we just did a spot for Mickey's Top Sirloin, and we mentioned Mickey's Express. Mickey's Express is on Highway 2 in Commerce City, and uh, Bob, if you stop down there, I've got a feeling they'll take – and it's just a it's, it's a place where you drive through. They've got outside tables and so forth, so it's not going to be where you want to go for your 25th wedding anniversary, but it's a place that I think you might be able to get some Mexican food that you might enjoy. Up in Reunion, check out Los Margs, M-A-R-G-S. Uh, I think that that might do a good job for you also. Um, mentioned in the travel segment, if you go to Castle Rock, I mentioned Grinelli's and Courier Social. I had a burger yesterday at the uh, office right there on 3rd Street, 
it was really, really good. They just did a good job. Mike Hernandez, his partner, his brother Pablo, and they own that. They own, of course, the gym and Parker, the library by the Castle Rock Adventist Theaters, and the park sports bar. But it was it was just, <coughs> pardon me, really, really good. 303-696-1971. I told you that I would try to get into a little bit of some of the Westward's best 100 restaurants. I'm certainly not going to go through all of them, but here's some places that really jumped out at me uh, in that list. Cuba, Cuba. Cuba, Cuba, of course, is uh, Christy Bigelow Socorillas, and uh, she, her parents were from Cuba, migrated to Miami, and uh, Cuba, Cuba, they just do such a wonderful, wonderful job. There's also Cantina Loca, the Crazy Kitchen, by Dana Rodriguez. Dana Rodriguez is a very talented chef in the Denver metro area, and Casa Bonita is on the list of the best 100 restaurants. Molly Martin is the food editor for the Westward Magazine, and she's got Casa Bonita on here. And my guess is that it would be because Dana Rodriguez, who I just mentioned about the Cantina Loca, was the one that was brought on board by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the owners, the actors, the owners of Casa Bonita, to refine the menu for the reopening. Bastions is on there. Bastions opened up in the 1930s. And we got a delightful call from 80-year-old Sandy in Lakewood. I just remember her because she was such a pistol that she had recently gone there. Uh, she called up, contributed to the show. I gave her a $50 gift certificate to the Butchery Restaurant out in Arvada, right near 80th and Wadsworth, 7923 Allison Street. But so you got Cuba Cuba, <coughs> Cantina Loca, Casa Bonita, and Bastions. Crown Burgers. Crown Burgers is on South Colorado Boulevard, just a little bit south of Evans. It's on the east side of the street. We have got a young man named Jeremy Levy. He's the official hamburger taster of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. He eats nothing but hamburgers. He said it's one of the best. I've had it. They, they do a great job. Crown Burgers. If you want to go upscale a little bit, the Barolo Grill, been around, you know what, I believe they're about 30 years now, and do a wonderful job with Italian. These are all places that were selected by the restaurant review writer of Westward as some of the 100 best restaurants in the Denver metro area. Um, Poppies. Poppies on uh, Ed Novak, the guy that started the broker restaurants. That's one of his favorite places. It is on South Broadway, uh, South Broadway, South <coughs> Colorado Boulevard, just a little bit south of Crown Burgers. Pete's Kitchen. Pete Contos um, is gone now. He's dead now. But uh, God, he had Pete's Kitchen and the Satire Lounge and a lot of places along Greektown there. He's got the uh, University Park Cafe at University in Evans. And they just do, 
pardon me, they just do a great job. Big plates, lots of food, reasonably priced. I, I'm just, I, I love looking at this list. Rioja. Rioja is owned and operated by Jennifer Jasinski. She is a very talented young lady. It's down there on Larimer. And uh, they've been there probably 25 years. She's consistently written up as one of the top chefs in Denver. But they always have done a great job as well. And yet, so you talk about Pete's Kitchen in Greektown. You talk about a beautiful special occasion place like Rioja. And the list also has the Garibaldi Mexican Restaurant. Garibaldi is on South Broadway, about the 3200 block, just a little bit north of Hampton. It's in a gas station. They took the old, they took the old lube base and turned them into a gas station, uh, turned them into a restaurant. And Garibaldi is a plaza in Mexico City. It's very well known. It's kind of known as where, if you can, you know, if you can make it at Garibaldi, you can make it anywhere. And a lot of chefs go down there, a lot of people go down there and just kind of try to have a food cart or a food tent and uh, see how it's a huge plaza. But uh, that's why it's named Garibaldi Mexican Restaurant. And it is really, really good. They do, a, they do an absolutely fabulous job. What else is listed here? Table six. Table six is over there on 6th Avenue. And, um, God, I... I I haven't eaten there in years, but I, I'm just sharing these with you because I think that they are worth mentioning. Sometimes, you know, you want to talk about a new place or you want to talk about a place that's real close. But we've got some listeners that really like to just get out there and look around, venture a little bit, see what they can find. And if you start with a list of Cuba Cuba, Cantina Loca, Bastions, Casa Bonita, Crown Burgers, Poppies, Pete's Kitchen, Garibaldi Mexican, Rioja, Barolo, and Poppies, you will be in pretty good shape. She also published a list of the best bars. And, you know, I wrote an article years ago for one of the Denver papers, and it was called if everybody had, it would be a better world if everybody had a neighborhood salon. So you're a little tired, you're a little stressed, uh, you've been working hard all week, and you know that as soon as you walk in the door of your house, it's going to be bedlam. So maybe if you could just stop off in a neighborhood place, kind of a cheers, kind of where everybody knows your name, and just relax for just a couple of minutes. Have a martini, have a margarita, have a nice cold beer, and then head on home. Just something to take the edge off a little bit. <clears throat> You've been at work. They've been not, they've been they've had plenty of demands on you. You get in traffic. You're stuck in traffic, and you know when you get home, it's going to be a whole new world, a whole new set of challenges. So, I thought I would look at some of these bars and um, share them with you because. <laughs> I'm pleased to report that I've been in probably just about everyone on the 100 list. Um, research, doing research, but I thought I would share some of these places with you. One of them 
is my brother's bar, kind of 15th in the plot. And, you know, uh, the Caracas brothers, Caracas brothers owned it for years and years, and they've got a good burger. They don't have any televisions. I mean, it's just a nice place for a burger and a bar. And so um, they used to always bust my chops because uh, when I'd be talking about burgers, sometimes I would forget to mention them. And as soon as the show was over, I would get a call from one of the brothers. But you know what? If you're new to town like Bob is up in Brighton, some of these are places that you might want to check out. If Bob wants some good Mexican food, go to the Brewery Bar 2. It's at 150 South Calamus. And um, and been around, pardon me, for 50 years. Um, owned and operated by the Lundstrom family. They used to have Brewery Bar 3. They used to have Brewery Bar 4. But now they are down to Brewery Bar 2 as the leases have run out on the other properties. They own this building. I'll give you a couple more when we come back. And we've also got time to take another call or two to get in the drawing for a gift card to the View House Restaurant. We'll be right back on The Restaurant Show. Grinelli's Pizza, and uh, they've started doing breakfast. You know, Tim called in the first hour to talk about Pegasus Restaurant, and we talked about how busy it would be tomorrow, Sunday. Pegasus and the B&B Cafe are just known for breakfast. And a couple weeks ago, somebody at the B&B called Angie and said, we're on an hour wait down here at the B&B. Can you get us in? She said, come on in. And they went in and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And the only reason I mentioned it, I love the B&B, I love Robert Schoen, I love John DeLay at Pegasus Restaurant, but, you know, there's another option. And uh, she does a good breakfast, puts out big plates, and uh, really does it very, very reasonably. Let's go to Brian in Arvada. Brian, a man of his word. He called up and was going to go to a Christmas function at Elway's Restaurant in Cherry Creek. Wanted to know what I thought. I thought it was excellent, and especially if it's a company function where somebody else is paying, he said he would follow up and let me know what he thought. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Hey, so I thought, um, yeah, I went to one in, uh, you know, Cherry Creek down there. Mm-hmm. I thought that the restaurant was okay. They kind of stuck us in the back room. I thought the the, the appetizer, the lamb, little lamb chops are really good. Now, mm-hmm. I ordered a bone-in um, ribeye, I guess it was. Yes, sir. Because they had a limited menu. You know how those things go. Sure, and then sure, uh, sure. I ordered... I ordered the wedge salad, which maybe I'm just not sophisticated, but I thought the web wedge salad was really weird. It was like a quarter, you know, it was like I had a lettuce cut in four with some stuff yep. on it. And then my, my bone-in that's ribeye. Why, that's, why it's, that, that's why it's called a wedge, wedge salad. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, okay. The ribeye, okay. Go ahead. I'm not a sophisticated foodie. Um, I'll be honest with you. No, you and you want to know something, Brian. You act, I've talked about this for years on the air. 
Americans are eaters. They're not diners. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't go out for a special occasion and pair their own bottle of wine with their dinner. But most of the time, we're just eaters. We're just trying to get through. So you don't have to make any apologies for being an eater. Go ahead. So talk about the steak. Okay, so I ordered the bone-in ribeye, and I ordered it uh, uh, medium rare. But you know what? I got to be honest with you. Um, I thought it was a little bit chewy because a good steak, you take about two chews and it melts in your mouth. My son-in-law, I don't know what he does. He takes a whole day to make these stupid steaks. But when you take a bite, it melts in your mouth. This was, I would, between a one and a ten, I would have gave it a six. I'd have gave the atmosphere maybe about a five or six. I mean, Peyton Manning was there. But, uh, you know, I just thought it was okay, Um, not super great. I hate to say that, but I have to be honest. I probably should have had the, uh, the, the, uh, oh, what do you call it, filet mignon. But I went with the uh, the bigger portion. I thought it was just a wee bit chewy. I don't know if maybe it was just an off thing for him that night or whatever. I don't want to bash him or nothing like that. But uh-huh. would you go, would you go back? Not with my own money. No, with somebody okay. else's money, definitely. But uh, you know, because okay. I've been to a couple of in Vegas. I can't even tell you the names where the atmosphere was a little bit, you know, it was a little bit better. It was a little bit darker. You had your booze. It just seemed more like a steakhouse. This seemed more like a cafeteria, uh, you know, type thing. But, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at on that one. Well, Brian, (laughs) I'll tell you what. You You are living proof that everybody has an opinion. Elway's at the airport does over $14 million. The second largest volume restaurant, I believe, is Chick-fil-A at between 4 yeah. and $5 million. When you go to the Ritz-Carlton in downtown Denver, it's hard to get a reservation for Elway's. I mean, it, it, you know what? It, you are living proof that everybody has their own opinion. I would eat at Elway's any day of the week. I think they do a fabulous job. And, you know, for hamburger likers, if you decide you want to go get a good burger, at some point go to Elway's in Cherry Creek and uh, get yourself a burger. It is absolutely delicious. I haven't had one in a while, but they do a great job. Brian, you're a man of your word. Well, I I can tell you the staff was amazing. The people, the the attentiveness to service there is top Uh notch. I mean, you don't wait on anything. If you want a drink, it's served right to you. You're very well taken care of there. So their staff, I give uh, Excellent the technical support that we receive from the federal yeah, government. We appreciate that uh, work authorization to put people on a pathway to sustainability. I certainly appreciate right, that. And without real yeah, significant um, investment right, from Brian, our federal well, government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that right. won't be able to maintain this mission. For it's the entire country that is now at stake. Thank but in no much. way. Um, uh, John, what, what the state of Texas is doing um, is helping the cause. That, uh, as much as we recognize that there are challenges, significant challenges at the border, and we do need real substantive immigration reform and policy. John, can you do me a favor and get that off? Thank you very much. All right, let's go to Dennis, 
Dennis wants to weigh in. Dennis, welcome to the show. Where's Dennis? Yeah, I'm here. Can, can okay. you hear me? What do you got, Dennis? Yes, yeah, happy new year. You. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, happy new year. So my wife and happy I, it was new a beautiful year. day. Thank you. We decided to drive down the hill and go to Black Eyed Pea. And, you know, during the holidays, everybody's, we're all eating prime rib and we're eating filet and all this incredible stuff. <laughs> and I went down, I went down and I had chicken fried chicken with mashed potatoes and a Caesar salad. And I'll tell you, it made my day. It was like I was in heaven. It, I still think that's one of the best dishes that's served in Colorado. It was awesome. The service, the service was just incredible. You, we had one roll left over, and their rolls are, you know that, they're fantastic. And the, the uh-huh. late lady said, you want me to pack that to go? And we said, yeah, why not? She goes, well, let me throw in a couple more for you when you, so, you, know, <laughs> so you can, and, and then we got a piece of their, uh, their uh, um, carrot cake. They have that big one pound uh-huh. carrot cake. And we got that to go, so that's sitting on our counter and we're gonna enjoy that tonight. But it, it it was it was it was excellent, and they were busy. We went to the Lakewood store on Wadsworth, and mm-hmm. uh, um, on the way home, we're up here in Conifer. We stopped at Jack Phillips uh, Masterpiece Bakery. Jack was in with his his family. I didn't know his daughter uh, runs the front of it, but Jack was there and saying hi to everybody. And uh, we got some ex- some more desserts. Uh, to go, so now we're stacked up at the home. But uh, uh, we always like to stop by and patronize his place, and he was busy, which was was nice. So, uh, uh, but and then we hit 285 and drove home. You know, regardless of where you are and whatever political spectrum, whatever your thoughts are, Jack Phillips is as nice a person as anybody you've ever met. I mean, he just and he just wants to support his faith and be left alone. But, you know, for those on the left that call those on the right the haters, you know, you have got to be a sick, sick individual to know that the day that he has been exonerated by the Supreme Court of the United States to file a lawsuit because you walked in and asked for a cake that you knew would be offensive, you have got to have some serious, serious mental challenges. He is a wonderful, wonderful guy. And I'll tell you what, if I absolutely could not stand Jack Phillips and his politics, I'd still stop by and get some of those chocolate chip cookies, Dennis, because they are that Good. All right, Dennis. Thanks an awful lot. Have you been to the View House ever? Yeah. Uh, w- when I had my store up here, I I'd go shopping at Restaurant Depot down the way, and part of the part of the uh, the, the whole yep. trip was was to go have lunch, and have their uh, choose from one side and choose from the other side, and uh, uh-huh. a, a menu. And it w- it was always great. I mean, an incredible view from the place. Uh, the, the, uh-huh. the view house, the view house in Centennial is like no other restaurant in the country, and uh, 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 we've always had uh, great experiences there. We want to try brunch. We just don't get over to that side of town as much, but we'd, uh, you know, it's 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 an easy drive from our house, 
But yeah, we we want I'll to try their, this, their their buffet brunch. If you ever do, you better go hungry, because they've got carving stations and lobster. They've got peel and eat shrimp and cocktail shrimp. They've, I mean, it is crazy the amount of food that they have. And you talk about all the desserts you've got at your house right now. <laughs> they put out a, a lineup of desserts that is fabulous. So, all right, Dennis. Well, we got you in the drawing. We got Brian, Tim, Carol, Bob, Dennis. Um, I guess we can put Brian in there, and we'll do a little eeny, meeny, miny, mo here in just a little while and figure out what we're going to do. The View House on January 24th, 1 o'clock lunch. We have a private party room for the Restaurant Show Book Club. The Restaurant Show Book Club is really, it really is fun. They're just nice people. And we don't sit around and drink coffee and eat cookies and talk about a book and whether or not the guy really loved the girl. No, we talk and we have authors come in either virtually or in person. It's just really, really fun. And if you are into reading at all, and I always bring books that we pass out. People bring books that they've read and pass them to others. It's just a fun, fun time. All right, we'll be back to wrap up. Maybe we'll see if we can get Randy Corcoran in. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, Christmas time here on The Restaurant Show. I'll be with you up until 5 o'clock. I'll be back tomorrow with the show from 10 o'clock until noon. And uh, right after the show, one of our lucky listeners will get a call from me telling that person, that they've won the $50 gift card to the View House restaurants. Come on up at 5 o'clock, or whenever he decides to just come into the studio and throw a switch that will interrupt my show, uh, is Randy Corporate. And uh, I thought we ought to get Randy on and chat with him a little bit about what's coming up. And uh, Randy, welcome back. Obviously, you need some retraining, but uh, we're glad you're back. Well, Mike, that's what happens when you're away for three weeks. But, you know, if Peter Boyles wouldn't leave his chewing gum on the screen there, I probably wouldn't have to be digging it off with a razor blade. So we got to talk to Pete. But, yeah, it's good to hear your voice, man. It's uh, it seems like I'm hearing hear about it once every three or four weeks, whether whether I need to or not. And I really want to get back in the swing. But, man, like always, your show is making me hungry. Well, you need to have a little bit of a bite before you come in or uh, make sure you have something with you. So, Randy, I don't know if you've heard, but apparently the 3rd Congressional District Representative has decided that in my opinion, because she probably has done as much to turn a good, solid, long-term red district purple, uh, that she's now going to come down here to the 4th District and run for the seat vacated by Ken Buck. Any thoughts on that? You probably have a thought or two. I do. In fact, we've got uh, audio from Lauren Boebert's announcement. Uh, She called me yesterday. We had a good conversation and really... um, you know, got some details about her thinking about this. And uh, so it's going to be interesting to hear what the listeners say. I haven't had a chance to tune in. I heard her on Brockler's show the other day and how big money, George Soros, Hollywood celebrities. So I want to be down here where I can represent my families and I can be, you know what? She'll get my vote, Randy. If she gets through the primary, she'll get my vote. Because, believe me, 
going back to Bob Dole and going to John McCain and going to Walker Stapleton. I'm a card-carrying, always-vote Republican who has plenty of experience in holding their nose and pulling the R lever. But, you know, I, I, I just I don't know what the alternative would have been. But personally, I would have liked to have stayed in the state up in three and fought. Scott Tipton was there for 10 years. She came on board when he wasn't conservative enough for the Western Slope, won, and then last time only won by 500 votes out of 300,000 casts. You know, I heard all the platitudes. I heard all of the real or imagined reasons. She'll get my vote, but I'm just not sure. Sometimes I just, I, I find myself just wondering about the direction that we as a party take. One man's opinion, Randy. Yeah, well, you laid it out and laid it out well. I'll be interested to hear what uh, 710 listeners have to say about it. Dave Wasserman of the Cook Political Report says that uh, that move ensures a win in CD3. And, of course, whoever becomes the Republican nominee in CD4 is going to take that seat with ease. With the name recognition and money that she has, that very well could be Lauren Boebert. So you think so that person thinks that her getting out of three ensures a Republican win in three? It does, because the because she is, she's become so toxic. No, because she's such a target of the left. She goes after the left nonstop and will not, you know, squirm around on on uh, illegal immigration and illegal immigrants and spending and all of those different things. And um, and they've targeted her. They've that's a seat they came close to getting the last time they've raised, I think, 10 million dollars, unheard of amounts of money. For a rural, large yeah, but rural Colorado CD district, and uh, you know, I'm not I'm not taking a stand on this yet. I, I don't know whether it's a good idea or not, but it's definitely the cards that are now being played. So it's going to be interesting to talk them through. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, his name is Randy Corporate. He's coming up at five o'clock, and we're happy you're back. What a beautiful way to end 2023. We know the world is spinning correctly on its axis when Randy Corcoran is in that seat. We're wake up with Corcoran from 5 o'clock until 8 o'clock on KNUS. Randy, I hope you have a wonderful new year. I know this one's been a little rough, but uh, good things are on the horizon, and I wish you nothing but a happy new year. Listeners, I'm out of here. The out song is Zach Brown's toes. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand, not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. Adios. Vaya con Dios. Goodbye. Go with God. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show.